and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner, who on his day off showed up to work, unlike Brock Lesnar. To dis- I, uh, I have some thoughts. To discuss. On this wrestling weekend. WrestleMania. We're going to talk about TakeOver. We're going to talk about Supercard of Honor. There is a whole lot to get into. Guys, I have no idea where this podcast is going to go. This may be the longest podcast we ever do. I want to start with a quote from Dave Meltzer because it sums up the thoughts that Jamie and I had. And just to put this into perspective for everybody, we watched with two other wrestling fans. Yes. And one non-wrestling fan. We had a non-wrestling fan with us last night who was joining the festivities with us. It was a big group of us. We were having a blast, having a good time. This is the quote that I want to throw out loud because I, from Dave Meltzer because I think it describes how we feel about WrestleMania. Quote, I thought for a couple of hours that this was going to be the best WrestleMania ever, beating WrestleMania 17, and then all of a sudden, it wasn't. There was a hard pivot point in the show where, look, we we talked about going in, how the card looked, and we both said, well, this is a really good card. You went as far to say, this card is setting up for the potential to be one of the best WrestleManias of all time. And... The first and the first two hours of the main show, like the main show. So from uh, seven Eastern to nine Eastern, I w- I looked at you and our friend Jesse Bork, and I went, "This is a really good show so far." Right. And there was a lot of talk on Twitter. This is on pace to be in the conversation for the best WrestleMania of all time. And then it wasn't. I want to start with the pre-show, just because I yes. want to mention We'll that. go in order. I want to mention that Matt Hardy wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal via help from Bray Wyatt. They, I don't know if I can say they teased it. They basically outright proved that they were a team. They did a pose together at the end. Yes. They're a team now. Yes. That's awesome. Can't wait for that tonight on Monday Night Raw. Oh, by the way, the craziness is going to continue tonight. We have the Raw after WrestleMania. We'll preview that at the end of the show if we're both still you know, able to speak. Yeah, if we're, if we're able to speak over. words. Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali in a very good match. Yes, very good. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the match. I heard good reviews very of it. Very good, yes. Uh, I, as we talked about on the show, they've been trying to give the belt to Cedric Alexander for what seems like a few months now. Uh, I am now very curious to see how 205 Live is booked now going forward, and that's a, that's a pivot point I've been looking for. Once the tournament was over, you have a champion crowned. Uh, let's see how 205 Live works now, and maybe look at an influx of talent. The WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Had a bunch of NXT girls in it, uh, NXT ladies. It ends up with Naomi eliminating Bailey. Uh, I am tired of the you're under, you roll under the ropes and then you just hang out forever yes, spot. Uh, they that, do it too much. Yes, they they have overdone that. I remember watching the Royal Rumble and that happened once every like five or six years. They would go to that. Once every five to six years. They would go to that spot. And now they do it every single – sometimes multiple people in Rumble slash Battle Royals. Right. So it wasn't great. uh, But it was – for what it was, it was fun. It was a fun time, pretty sure everything like that. All right. Then the main show starts. And we were debating what – Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were debating what should open the show. Yes. And I was of the belief 
the closer that Daniel Bryan is on the card to Roman Reigns, the worse it is for Roman Reigns. Based on the way the main event finished, I don't think anything was going to help the, Roman the, Reigns. Yeah, but matter. we'll get to that. So Daniel Bryan could have been on the moon. It wouldn't have mattered. So they opened up with Seth Rollins, The Miz, and Finn Balor in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Third best match of the night. It was a really strong match. And I don't think this is getting enough credit because of how good some of the other stuff on the card was. Well, and also because of how early it went on. Like, yes. even last year, we argued the, re- the best match of the show was AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. Oh, I don't think it was opened. an argument. That was the best match of the show. It was. Uh, for the, and that was the opening match as well. That got talked about, but again, let's keep in mind that WrestleMania, from the start of the pre-show to the end of the show, was... Seven hours and like twenty minutes. It's a it long a, show. There's a lot of things that happened. Guys, there. I'm tired. And it was more than five. It was almost five full hours from the end of match one to the end of the final match. Mm-hmm. So I understand why people forget it because there's a whole lot of information that's thrown at you mm-hmm. in between. But wow. it was a very good match. Uh, I am disappointed they didn't go with Demon Finn Balor. I thought it was a mistake. Uh, I feel like it was very odd to me. I, I think if what. If he only brings it, brings it out for special events, which is what the, the kayfabe and reality of what the yeah. demon character is, what the, was his first WrestleMania not a special enough event? Well, the, the, the non-kayfabe reason behind it is they don't want him to be the demon and lose. And because they were putting the belt on Rollins last night, they didn't want him to be the demon. But that's the problem. No, I understand. That's, that's the, the problem, problem you walk create. yourself into when you have him be the demon and it's well, special and cool and then you want him to win all the time. Also, that's the problem when you, you run a gimmick... That's undefeated, and we'll talk about that a little bit later and some of the booking issues that run into that. However, if he's the demon and doesn't get pinned, who cares? Now, throughout the course of this, uh, this right? show— you, you were pinning Miz no matter what, so who cares? If he's a demon, he didn't, if he was not, not involved in the finish— Correct. Like, who cares? Correct, and it could set up for a Seth finish. Till I see the demon tap out or the demon's shoulders pin for three, yeah. I don't think any less of him because he lost a triple threat match in which he wasn't involved in the finish. It's a, it's a weird, weird thing. It do. was weird. Throughout the course of the two-hour pre-show and throughout the beginning of this show— the camera would would ever so often cut to super a fan. fan. WWE super fan, really. A fan uh, in the front. Yeah, a fan a, in the front row. Big fan. John Cena. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a super fan of the WWE. Uh, the funny thing is, is and the, the point. I don't know if you made it or somebody on Reddit made it, and you and you just made it to us. That in when we look back at this WrestleMania on the network in ten years, we're going to be so annoyed with all the camera cuts to Cena in the first hour. I think we would be we we would we would have been more annoyed if they didn't run the gimmick that they ran after the next match and they continued to do it. Although, he's now a meme. We have a new meme from WrestleMania, so it's great. Because John Cena running, yeah, everybody's so talking good. about that. Uh, so I really needed uh, the New Day to give him pancakes, but he wasn't out there in yeah, time. I was a little disappointed. Although was, although we got pancake little people dressed as pancakes holding pancakes, midges doing holding the work. Pan- we'll get to that. There's a lot going on there. Yes. Charlotte Flair yes. defeated Asuka. Yes, she did. To retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. If only there was a podcast host who kind of said that this was a possibility. Oh, yeah. wait. I, 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 I did that. I'm not comfortable with how right you were about most of this card. Um, I'm just going to get that out of the way up front. So here are my – I'm going to go through my initial thoughts because once I saw this happen, I started to kind of chronicle what I was going to say. Can I just add sure. that the range of emotions that everybody else we were watching with went through yes. when, when the match start because, okay, so we're watching the show and – they go to the they go to the SmackDown commentary team, and then because it's early in the show, it's okay. Guess which match it is. We're thinking okay, it's made it's a tag match. It's a I new th- day. I thought the U.S. title yeah. match was a consideration. Ooh, that here. that was another yeah. one that we thought. We'll talk about the U.S. title match. In a and second. then all of a sudden, they show the graphic, and we all turned to each other and we went, "Huh." And then me, being the troll that I am, went, "Oh well, they have to put this on because I didn't do this on the show, but on our predictions that we do at these events, I picked Charlotte." 
No, well, yeah, but on the show, you did mention a few times that you thought there was a strong possibility that Charlotte could win this match. So I said, well, they have to bury this early in the show because people are going to be upset when Charlotte wins. And this was when they were doing the graphic and everything like that. So go ahead. Your so thoughts. My thought, by the way, this was the second best match on the card. Yes, it was. Some are arguing it's the first. I will not argue that point. I just I have one match I think was a little bit better. Yes. Uh, but so Asuka lost this match. Uh, by the way, uh, awesome storytelling. By both it, ladies. Awesome storytelling. very good. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, I'm not surprised. Asuka and Charlotte are superstars. They, but they stepped, superstars. they stepped up their game. They stepped up their game. They did. One. They did. Uh, again, I, I will continue to say it. Charlotte is a living, breathing, walking, active Hall of Famer. All right. She is the... Oh, for those of her you, and Kofi Kingston. So, for those of you who are baseball fans, she is the Mike Trout of the women's division. Yes. She is clear in a way the best person on that roster in that division. And if she stopped right now, I would put her in the Hall of Fame. Like, that's how good she is. That performance was excellent from, from both women in that match. They told an awesome story. I did not think Asuka was going to lose this match. But the way she lost the match was awesome storytelling. And I think, and after I got over the initial shock of, oh, my God, I can't, but my one complaint is I thought they could have built to this feud a little bit longer. Yeah, you were unhappy Charlotte, with the build. Charlotte was always the right person. Her or one year from now, Ronda Rousey, was always the, one of the two people that should have broke Oscar's streak. Mm -hmm. So I am perfectly okay with that. I thought they should have built to this a little bit longer. I said it on the show when Oscar ended up picking Charlotte for her opponent. I said, I wish they would have built this up just a little bit longer because it is really a main event quality feud. Huh, it's as, it's as if there were two people who have a podcast Yeah, that were like, hey, why don't you save this until Survivor Series next year that would have been great. and have Oscar streak with the title and they both be the champions. How really great good. that would have been. Huh? It would have been excellent. But even this, this was really good. And then once I got over the initial shock of Oscar losing, I stopped and I went, you know what? This is really good for Oscar. It's the right decision for both ladies. Uh, one, Charlotte's a megastar. She deserves that. And, and she is, as to your point, that you brought up uh, to all our friends, and I'm sure you, you expound upon here, the most marketable, the most over, the most skilled female talent they have on their roster is Charlotte Flair. Right. And I get it. I get how great Asuka is. And I don't mean this disparagingly, but the language barrier is always going to be a problem for the WWE it puts, brass. It puts an artificial cap. Her ceiling is slower than Charlotte's. Guess what? Charlotte doesn't have that cap. No. The sky is and the she, limit. I'm sorry, she's got the last do name. Do you know who her dad is? Uh, that's, that's... Period, end of story. I, it's, we're done here. It's not only do you know who, who her dad is, it's do you know who her dad is and then watch her. Right, watch we're done her here. back it up. We're done here. That's the top women's draw in wrestling outside of Ronda Rousey. You say the name Flair. Yes. People know. They are, there are rap songs that were dropping in 2018 that Ric Flair was in a music video of. Ric Flair drip. Ric Flair... Is as LeBron relevant. James said Ric Flair invented swag. Ric Flair is as relevant in pop culture today as he was 30 years ago. And Charlotte backs it up in the ring. And she's great. And she's amazing. And I'm sorry, but she's she's great in the ring. She's eloquent on the mic. She can do interviews away from the, the she is the total package. And and at the end of the day, that's what matters to the brass. Yes. And that's okay. And she's excellent. She's one of those people that casual fans and hardcore fans feel exactly the same yes. about. And there are very few of those people in the world. Correct. And she is one of them. So because th she is it so doesn't good. surprise me that Charlotte was the person no, that, that beat right Oscar Street. She was the right person. I and wish the, the build was a little longer. And the only other person is the only other person that I think is a it's mega draw and Ronda Rousey. It's Ronda Rousey. I don't, so, I don't think I need to explain that. But my, my So when, it goes, when I say I want to expound upon the point of why I think it's good for Oscar that she lost. Yes. This. I was starting to sense, and I love Oscar. I was starting to sense that the crowd was starting to become complacent 
when she was out there. They apathetic. were starting to become apathetic to her matches because, you know, well, the streak's not ending. And I said to you, that was the problem with me from the Mixed Match Challenge. Once they made the point about if uh, if the team of Asuka, her and Miz, lost, the streak would be over. Okay, they're winning the Mixed Match Challenge now. There was no suspense. I think that ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. People, when she would come out on Raw for a match with anybody, she's like, she's not losing to Nia Jax on Raw. You know what I mean? So now you create that chance in people's mind. Well, okay, well, she's lost once. So it's not the end of the world. Like, once Goldberg lost, Goldberg lost. Yeah. And he had matches where he then lost on TV. So it now you can now get a lot more creative in the storyline. I would like to see how Oscar comes back now. Um, I did... I did like, though, I noticed there were some mixed feelings about the way the interaction afterwards. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't... Uh, I liked it. And, and can and I tell here, you... I'll tell you why. And you here, go first. Here's why. Here's why I liked it. Asuka has been playing this role, aside from the brief time in NXT where she was a heel. She's been kind of playing this role of, I'm better than everybody, but I will give you the hat tip if you challenge me. And I kind of like that she lost and then went, okay... Now, I think it could have been a little bit more subtle. I would have think, liked it if it was more like she looked in the ring. She kind of gave like a, a nod of, you know, you were ready for Asuka. Kind of bows and leaves. I thought it was a little too – it felt a little too excited. And I think maybe that was just the adrenaline of the moment. Mm-hmm. I thought she was almost too excited to lose. But other than that, I, I did kind of like that interaction because now it opens your door – to the future. Also, you couldn't have done anything where she attacked Charlotte after yeah, because her heel because of what happened of, yeah. uh, for the other Royal Rumble winner. Because to me, her being a heel now on the show where this loss drives her absolutely crazy and she just destroys people is the right thing for her character. But the problem is you couldn't do that on this show. No. And we didn't know that we at, the know time. at the time. So do that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm evaluating it in hindsight, which is not fair to them because they, they booked the show in that order because... No, but to be fair, like now that you've seen the big picture, do you feel differently about it now than you did when the match? It's it's significantly or just like a little. It's fine now because I understand that they didn't want to over. Because what I think they're going to do is I think Oscar's going to turn heel tonight, mm-hmm. in some capacity. So I think what they wanted to do was get that respect angle out of the way. Because again, it would have been the same angle twice, yes. and by you the can't way, do that. The money in Oscar is as a heel, by the way. Yes, it is. I feel like I say about too many people because they're, it's just the money in Oscar is the heel. She she is a badass. And uh, now let's talk about Vince McMahon giving an fu to the entire uh, wrestling fan uh, base with this next match, in which he had Jinder Mahal pin Rusev to win the United States Championship. All right, I want a small shred of credit for. I believe yes. on the show I pointed yes. out I didn't pick him to win, but I said do not rule out Jinder Mahal yes. in this match because I thought Jinder Mahal had really good odds of winning this. Yes. Why he pinned Rusev? That's I. I'm sorry. I have no. I, I don't know. That is a. Clear... I guess this is leading to a. Uh, they're doing it because it's going to be a Rusev Jinder Mahal feud. But like I, I, you can build feuds a different way. It's a clear middle finger to the fans. I'm sorry, but you don't. You put the guy in the match after he wasn't in the match in the first place, and then you just you have him take the pin. I'm it was, sorry. It was, it was it was odd. It it is just too. It was, it was odd. It's they odd. don't want to push Rusev. It's very clear. Uh, but. To me, the smart decision is and to keep the belt on Jinder. Let's say we want to keep the belt on Jinder. It was have Jinder pin Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. I know we've seen it before. But again, I, I got to bring up this point. Bobby Roode needs to turn heel. You can't turn everybody heel, but yes. No, but Bobby Roode needs to turn heel. And not being a feud with Jinder turn heel. I just mean turn heel. And maybe <clears> it starts, and then maybe you, you, keep, you want to keep Jinder and Rusev away for a while. So you actually have a Bobby Roode heel versus Rusev babyface turn. And you kind of have that feud for a while. I, I just it, to to me it's it's just I I don't 
I do understand the decision to put Jinder Mahal as a champion. I, I, again, I am of the mind that I, I, Jinder Mahal still gets legitimate heat. He's not getting Cody Rhodes heat. He's not getting Tommaso Ciampa heat. We'll talk about but he's both getting of those men later on. some level of heat. People are wanting to pay money to watch somebody beat him and take his title. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's a bad idea. I do think it's a bad idea to expose Rusev again. This is way more than uh, we should talk about this match because the match itself was just meh. Yeah, it was what it was. Uh, it was fine. Now, after the Charlotte Oscar match, a referee runs down to uh, yes. WWE superfan John Cena and lets him know super, super, super uh, that he's here. Apparently, he's sitting in good cell phone service. They couldn't text him. He's, he's here. John's like, nah, nah, you're, you're just messing with me. He's not here. No, 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 John, I'm not, I'm not messing with you. He's here. And then John provides us with, as Jamie said earlier, the great... Meme-worthy one. The, the new the meme where Cena runs up the steps. Which everybody saw and instantly went, yeah, that's a meme. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we had the match of the night. I've never seen a more my parents are on home meme in my life. And I cannot wait because I'm just going to sit back. I'm not going to have to say anything. Oh, well, Because this man. is going to be the time where Jamie Eisner has to atone for his sins. Mm. Where he on this podcast last Friday... When we talked about this match, said, "Oh, I'm so, I'm so concerned. I'm scared. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be bad. It's, uh Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeat Triple H and Savage McMahon. Go ahead, go ahead, eat the crow, get it out of the way. You, this, I, you couldn't have been more wrong about your concerns. And I've never, I've never been more happy to be more right. Wrong. This was my match of the night. This, okay. I thought yep. this was the best match, and not, not for all the, no, this was the best match of the night. Period. Yep. For everything involved, storytelling, it was everything. everything. It wasn't the." Oh, well, the wrestling sucked, but the story was... No, this was a very, very good match for all parties involved. I thought Ronda looked excellent. Uh, she, she looked excellent. Looked uh, like she had been doing it for years. Uh, she, there was one spot where she kind of threw Stephanie a little weird, but other than that, it was really, really good. Here was, so that it was good. The spot that, that she did, was the, it's an overhead suplex, but here, take Ronda out and put another wrestler in there. I'm not sure what the designed well, intent of that move is anyway. Also, the other issue with that is, too, Stephanie's not a full-time wrestler. So, like, you have, you know what I mean? So, you, you don't have right. that but the, ability the to the move, move itself, on the I don't know what it's intended to do. It wasn't a botch. It just wasn't, it wasn't very crisp. No. She hit her with some overhead clothesline suplex thing, which was awesome. She gave her a gut punch that the place went nuts yes. for. She pulls her into the ring. She, by the way... In the heat of the moment, we didn't even think about this. They basically just did an intergender tag match, which they never do. Yes. It's what it basically turned into. Kurt put the ankle lock on Stephanie because the crowd wanted it, so he did it. Ronda picks up Triple H and hits him with... I mean, it was just... It was was so good. It's funny because the other meme-worthy quality thing was, uh, was, uh, excuse me, Ronda Rousey's flurry of uh, gut punches to Triple H in the corner. To which Corey Graves says, get your hands up, boss, which is a great commentary line. Which is a great... And by the way, I, I want that... I want a gif of that, and I think he, Triple H is going to put that on the screen. Oh, yeah, this, make center. your point from, from... And he's going to say, if any one of you ever come up to me and say, I can't sell for an opponent, I'm just going to point up at that screen and make you watch that. That's Triple H, a 14-time world champion, the legitimate kayfabe and real-life boss, selling for Ronda, for Ronda Rousey. Rousey. And you know what? And doing a damn good job of it. And he, he should have. You know. And it made the match. By the way, thought it was a very uh, interesting thing that I did... I. I didn't listen to a whole lot of commentary because we were kind of doing our own commentary throughout the match yes. for the both the sarcastic five of us. and realistic. Yes, the referee choice. It was Drake. Yes, it was Drake from NXT. Yeah, the, Drake. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was clearly uh, 
The, Triple H is calling this entire match. Yes. He wants his guy he wants there. Wants his guy. And again, he's down there in the performance center where Ronda was. So that you you know that this they've been working on stuff and that Drake's And the referee had a big role to play in that match. He got in he got physically kind of involved with Triple H at several points in the match. Specifically when Ronda wanted to square off with Triple H and Drake was like, yes. well, What are you doing? And, and and Triple H kind of backed him into the corner, like, I I got this, man. Don't worry yes. about it. And then Ronda just goes off on him. Everything. It had everything it needed. Kurt looked good. Kurt looked Triple really H good. looked good. I thought Stephanie did a fantastic job. That, honestly, that was one of the best performances in a wrestling ring Stephanie's had in her career. It was great. I, I, uh, I mean, look, it, it, no one's ever going to confuse Stephanie McMahon with Charlotte Flair. But she doesn't need to be. Can I nitpick? She's a heat-seeking missile. It's great. People want to pay. Again, legitimate heat. Not the, oh, I'm booing you because I'm supposed to boo you. The, I want to pay money to watch somebody beat you up, which again is what the wrestling business is built on. I have a nitpick. Okay. Ronda shouldn't have smiled during her entrance. Uh, yeah. I, to me, I'm not worried about that. I know. Um, I, my, thought, my thought on that would normally I would be upset with that, but I wasn't. I felt like the was, match was so it was good. a good moment. And also, let's be realistic. I mean, I can't criticize Ronda Rousey for smiling coming to the ring when Finn Balor's got the, the cheesiest smile of all time on his way to the ring. They're both baby faces, so it's fine. So does Aleister Black, by the way. I'm going to talk about that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the Aleister later. Black smile. But again... Considering what happened, well, breaking character a little but bit. But yes, <laughs> then we have a triple threat tag match. But it's okay to let. Uh, we'll talk about Alistair Black. But it's okay to let them in a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's okay to let the fans in a little yeah. bit. You should. And, and I think they they He's did still it. baby face. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated the Usos and the New Day for the yeah, pinning, tag team uh, championship. Kofi. Um, sure, this was a match. It was what it was. They I'm needed. surprised they didn't give the Usos a WrestleMania moment. I'm just. just I'm a not. Little they, they, no, they, the Bludgeon Brothers were getting the belts the entire time. This was this was an avenue to get them on that. Um, I think we're leading to a, a, a Nusos Bludgeon Brothers feud. Uh, I'm waiting to see maybe maybe there's a Sanity or Authors of Pain feud. I think one of them is going to Raw, one of them is going to SmackDown in the next few days. Uh, it, it was what it needed to be. And um, this was the moment where the card took a major turn. Yes. This from this match forward, we 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 were in Bizarro Land, and I know JBL likes to scream that on the Raw after WrestleMania that it's Bizarro Land, but we went to a whole nother place. We went somewhere totally different after the Ronda Rousey. Yes. Because then John Cena comes out. And another ref runs down after him and says, sorry, John, it's not, it's not coming. He's not here. You're not getting your match. You John got punked Ashton Kutcher style. John goes to leave. The lights go, lights out, go out. And all five, of, all five of us were like, Elias. Elias. We're like, hey, this it's is a perfect. perfect spot for him. By the way, that was a perfect spot for him to be yep. there. Yep. So he gets on the show. He does his thing. Cena gets mad at him, beats him up. Then walks back up the ramp. Lights go out. The gong. Here comes The Undertaker. Yes. Uh, I, I would have preferred him to be the badass. Oh, I'm sorry. First, the lights came back on in the ring, and the, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the all his, his stuff wardrobe was there, which is interesting, because Undertaker... The fake, the fake lightning, and... Yeah, yeah. The fake lightning, which still looks bad. Yeah. The, the, you have all the motion graphics in the world, and you make the lightning look so phony. Yes. Then Undertaker comes out. Don't know how he got his gear back so quickly. Well, he's The Undertaker. Um... And then they have... The guy a, appears out of thin air. You remember how he got his gear back so quickly? And then they proceed to have a two-minute and 45-second squash match. Okay, so my thought on this match is, is interesting. One, I'm actually glad it wasn't a long match because I think it would have been an absolute utter disaster. This yes, is actually probably the best the Undertaker's looked in the last, like, three WrestleManias, yes. let's be perfectly honest. Uh, I thought it was a little too cheesy how afraid John Cena was of The Undertaker. It Was the story supposed to be that Cena was this big macho guy who challenged The Undertaker, but then when he showed up, he got scared? Yeah. Because, by it, the way, I'm sorry, that story doesn't work uh, for me. He's John no, freaking Cena. No, no. He, I, I don't mind him getting squashed here because, again, we're leading to uh, a, a oh, poor John Cena is going to fall short, just short of breaking Ric Flair's record, and then he's going to break Ric Flair's record for the most world championships. 
I'm okay with Cena losing quickly. I I thought like the spot where Undertaker sits up and under and uh, John Cena does the like Looney Tunes running in place and falls backwards thing. I was like, I mean that's weird. Like you didn't do that with Kane. Like I, I don't know. Cena oversold way too, way too much. For it, me. It, was I it was strange. I, I didn't particularly like that part. I did like the match was short. It did what it needed to do. Um, we'll see where they go from here. It was what it was. Ten years ago, I told you, Jamie, John Cena and the Undertaker are gonna have a two minute forty five second match. You would have. Hurt me. You'd have been like, dude, no way. Yeah. That's what we got on this show. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Vanguard 1 made an appearance, apparently. Although I don't think it was supposed to be Vanguard yeah, 1, Vanguard but it looked 1 just like that. Vanguard 1. Uh, they defeat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I have a major problem with this match that I did not, was not able to uh, voice Okay, what was your match. major problem? I want to see if it's the same thing I had an issue with. How long has it been since Daniel Bryan has wrestled? Years. Two years? Three, three years. years. It was close to three years, right? It's a lot of anticipation. Yes. Right? So with all the anticipation, there's no really need to to build up more the fact that Daniel Bryan's going to return to the ring. You, you're you're coming to the same spot I did. So what do you do? You take him out and you do the stretcher spot where there's, you build anticipation for something that doesn't need anticipation. You're they right, overthink the they overthought the the easiest thing on the card. Yes. They overthought the easiest thing on the card. Do the match. Have Shane. You can do you can do yes. the beat down at the start, but then have Shane no, start he, the this match. Is, this is simple. You this is very simple. You have Daniel Bryan start the match. You have Daniel Bryan do all his move sets. Somebody get, there's something that involves he gets either low blowed from behind or there's a double team. You pop a power bomb him through the announcer table and then you proceed to beat up Shane McMahon for ten minutes, and then you do everything else exactly the same. That's all you need to do. You gave fans a Brian moment at the start, then Owens and Zayn cheat, put him through the table. He's out for ten minutes. Shane gets beat up but somehow survives it. Then you give Daniel Bryan the spot to come back to the comeback. It was done. And you done. don't do the comeback at the start. You don't. Yeah, do, you don't I, I I didn't like it. I understand why they did it. Uh, but I, I, just, I, I thought it was a just it, the execution was poor. I, like, it was a bad idea. Also, I really, really hope we're not going to do this in every Daniel Bryan match of, of teasing the every time he takes I, a hit that he's going to get I don't, pulled to the back. No, I don't need that. Like we need to not do that. That that's gonna that's gonna suck the energy out of the arena. Uh, by the way, he clearly. Uh, I saw somebody like, oh, Daniel Bryan looked rusty. Oh, really? You don't say Daniel that he, Bryan looked rusty? No, no, no. But hold on, hold on. First of all, I don't think he looked rusty. But two. Really? Guy emoji. Really? You, you think the guy who hasn't wrestled in three years might, might need a little bit? You might need a little time? I to, thought he looked fine. I thought he looked fine, too. But, like, to say that he looked rusty in a negative connotation when the guy hasn't that's, wrestled in three years? That, that's, I, that, that, those are people that are just, just actively trying it's to It's ridiculous. Control. Daniel Bryan looked perfectly fine. I thought he looked great, too. They were the best opponents for him, too. Like, again, Daniel Bryan knows Zayn and Owens extremely well. They have wrestled for many years. That's actually a very good... But him and Zayn at the end there was perfect. I think that's the guy you need him in the ring with. You also leave the door open now for a future Owens versus Daniel Bryan feud. Which, by the way, I'm here for. Then we got Nijax defeating Alexa Bliss. She had to. Yeah, The, crowd, match, the crowd was now, not into this. No, and, I, and I, I feared they wouldn't be. Part of the problem is, and by the way, I understand what they were doing, and, and Nia Jax is excellent, so she deserves the belt. By the way, the right decision, she's going to be a good champion. Yeah, she's excellent. She's, I mean, yeah, yeah so this is, uh, uh, but I felt like, even though the message they were sending was good, I like the message, I actually support the message they were sending, that match felt like a, how long was that match? Uh, it ended up being 10 minutes and 15 seconds. That was a 10 minute and 15 second public service announcement. I think that. Oh was no, that was later. That was the. There was a four-minute public service announcement that we're going to get to a little bit later on. But that was a. That was a, a ten-minute public service announcement of. It was basically an anti-bullying message. And by the way, I, I understand what they're doing with that, and I get it. It would have been better served as being just a wrestling match. Uh, but Nia is very good. She'll be a very good champion, and she is a believable. Uh, she's a believable babyface, and I'm excited to see the litany of heels she can go up against. All right. 
And by the way, they're not going to do this. But what an awesome first feud for the iconic duo. That's a popular theory that's going around. That would be excellent. That would be excellent. It may happen. That would be Because somebody so brought up good. a good point of Alexa Bliss was being a bully to Nia Jax. Who better to be even bigger bullies than those two? Ooh, absolutely. By the way, I haven't read any of the spoilers. That's just off the top of my yeah. head. I'm like, that's perfect. Th- that's also, a theory. I'm also really trying to find something for Billy, uh, Billy Gay and Peyton Royce to do. Oh, Bill, uh, Peyton Royce was on the pre-show. She's part of the Women's Battle Royal. Okay. They, they need to do... They're so talented. They need to do something with those two. All right, let's they talk about... They've on TV in months besides the, the Battle Royal. Let's talk about the WWE Championship match. Okay. Um, all right. I, this match... I have... Was... Lots of thoughts. Good. It was not great. I, mean, it I, I think you're, you were being It did generous. not live up to expectations. It, it didn't come close to living up to expectations. Um, I've heard, I, I've seen a lot of theories for that. I think a lot of them are BS, quite frankly. Um, I don't believe that because this match was in WWE that it couldn't live up to expectations. Sometimes things don't live up to expectations. And that was the case with this one. Um, we'll talk about the very end, the post-match in a second, but let's talk about just the match itself. Um, I didn't have an issue with the pacing. I thought it needed to be a slow-paced match. Uh, again, this wasn't going to be a spot fest for 25 minutes. That's just not how WWE does things. Uh, quite frankly, that's not what he, Shinsuke and AJ did in Japan either. But they're just never. This match never got out of second gear. Nope, they were stuck in neutral the whole time. There was never like a, there was never a, a further push. It felt like we were wrestling the first ten minutes of the match through the entire match. Yeah, and that was the problem. You can go slow if you're going to build up, and I will use a comparison. And I know we haven't got to it yet, so there's a little continuity problem here. Gargano Champa started slow. Yes, it did not. To. It did not end slow. Well, it started fast and started slow, but yeah, but yes, it started fast. We'll talk about that in a second. But yes, to your point, overall big picture started slow. Um. By the way, the reason why this match is bad, I'm, pu- I'm putting on one person and one person only. It's on Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm sorry, but he has not lived up to the expectations, here, and it, I think it's it, partly his fault. I have an issue. I don't know if I can say that because I don't know, one, I don't know who produced the match. I don't know who was calling stuff in the ring. I don't, know, I don't, I don't have the information presented to me. Um, I can look at the empirical evidence and say, here's what AJ Styles has done in WWE. Here's what Shinsuke Nakamura has done in WWE, and I can draw my own assumptions, which is basically what you're doing. That is what I'm doing. Um, and I did say on the show last week... I wrote a story about my it. My concern was that if Shinsuke doesn't have a good match with AJ Styles at WrestleMania, there are going to be a lot of people questioning him. This is, this is the... Is he going to ever have it? And to this day, as you wrote in your story, and as I, we talked about on the show, including last night, the best match Shinsuke Nakamura has had in WWE... Was his first one. Was his very first match against Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a problem. And that was a good match. That's a problem. I, 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 I didn't anticipate that match to be as. I can't even think of the word. Just not inspiring as it was. Like it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't. It wasn't anywhere near what it needed to. You be. build it as a dream match. And it never got to that level of, oh my gosh, look at what these two are doing and in the it, ring. And it's incredibly disappointing to me because we saw a lot of dream matches this weekend. Cody versus Kenny. Tommaso versus Gargano. Those are two matches that were built for a while people wanted to see. By the way, both lived up to the expectations. And both of those lived up to the hype. And Shinsuke AJ didn't. And they, would give, they gave him enough time. 20 minutes and 20 seconds, although I think that played into it as well. It did, but I don't think if they gave him 26 minutes, all of a sudden no. that match is going to be the greatest match we've ever seen. Like they never, they never, it no, no, never no. got to where it needed to be. Uh, where, where does Shinsuke go from here? Well, we'll talk about that now because I think after the way that match ended, and if that was the result that they intended was AJ Styles retaining the championship, then there was only one thing to do with Shinsuke Nakamura, 
which is basically what I said as Shinsuke was on one knee handing him the belt, which was, I, I will censor myself, but basically kick him in the you-know-what. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly Yeah, you what and everybody else at the party were clamoring for this. Yes, because I, at that point, I th- and, and we'll talk about this. It's going to be an interesting topic. At that point, once he lost and the way that match went, that's the only route they can go with him right now, in my humble opinion. I am not happy with the with the post-match shenanigans of this match. Here's why. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Chris. Do you uh, do you have, you know, uh, how long have you been wrestling for? Well, I've been watching wrestling on a weekly basis yeah. since 2001. You watch a lot of pay-per-views, a lot of... Uh, I have. Yeah. You've seen a lot of baby faces, a lot of heels. A lot of time. You watch the... A w- lot of come and gone. You watch the WWE a lot, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. WWE, uh, how, how, how many, in your lifetime of, of being a wrestling fan, how many foreign heels have, have worked out? Very, very few. Okay. Very small number. Yeah, okay. This is my fear here. The WWE doesn't book foreign heels well. And no. they may not go that route with Nakamura, but my problem is you got to cut a good promo if you're a heel. But here's my one contention. And one, yes, the promo ability is going to be talking about. But what I think is in Shinsuke's favor is that he's a heel that happens to be foreign right now. He's not a foreign heel. Fair. They're, if, if they're not going with, I'm, I would assume... But they're not going – again, they're starting Ross tonight, SmackDown's tomorrow. They're not going with the, I'm from another country. My country is better than your country. Your country sucks. Boom me. All right? So that's not what they're doing with Shinsuke, which is what they do with about 85% of their, their heels from anywhere that's not North America. Uh, I don't think they're doing that. What I, what I like about the potential here, and I'm going to be very careful with the word, the potential of what they could do here is I need – this arrogant, pissed off, I'm better than you, Shinsuke Nakamura, that just literally kicks people's heads off. Because why? Because I can. That's great. I, I'm, I, I'm here for that. I'm going to keep people until AJ Styles comes back and we fight again. You are doing something that I'm not willing to do. You are trying to give the WWE the benefit of the doubt that they're going to book this right. And all I have to do is tell you, look at the last six months of SmackDown television. I know. I'm not willing to go that far. I'm willing to say that this is going to be a train wreck and they're not going to be. Because here, Jamie, Nakamura was one of the more overacts in the company. He was universally yes. cheered. So when you do something like this, you better have a plan. Because you can't just go back. You can't go back. No, they can't. And I'm hoping this leads to a proper Shinsuke AJ feud. I think it's going to lead to something at SummerSlam. Because, uh, look, this match was what it was, and I, and I saw some people blaming because it was two babyfaces. No, this match didn't fail and fail to live up to expectations because it was two babyfaces. It failed to live up to expectations because it wasn't a good match. Right. However, I do think the potential build of beyond of, I just want to beat you. Which good. Again, works in the short term. You, you can book a one-month feud on, I, I hey, you know, I just want to be better than you. But I think really having some heat on one of the competitors could really give this match something. And it might give that next match a little bit more of the oomph it needed. Then we had a, ta- a tag team match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. And this... This was a disaster. I'm sorry. This was bad. This was poor. Um, look, I... By the way, do you know who Nicholas was? There, I, I saw two rumors. The, that uh, it was John Cone's son? It is John Cone's okay. son. That's been confirmed by every okay. wrestling reporter out there. That, okay. that is John Cone's well, son. good for John Cone's son. Um... He's, a, he's he's got more belts than we do. Good more, for Nicholas. He's more he's, he's got more belts than Sami Zayn does on the main roster. Wow. With Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> um, 
look, I understand the what their thought process behind this was. Do you though? Do you? I do. I, it's no. bad. No, I, I understand what they were doing. It it just wasn't ever going to work. By the way, they should have pulled somebody out of the crowd that was a wrestler. Well, because clear Braun Strowman's stupid. I mean, Minoru Suzuki, Hiroshi Tanahashi. We literally walked by nowhere. Kazuchika Okada. They're all they're all there. No, but like I. I, I, when I, he was looking at the audience, I thought they were going to do a Santino Morella spot. They have somebody from developmental that maybe people aren't, well, like when Braun came up, aren't terribly familiar with. Dino Sabatelli, who, by the way, y- by the way, I, he was in Charlotte's entrance. It was Tino Sabatelli, uh, Moss. Riddick, yeah. And D- uh, what's the guy's name? Dan. I can't think of his name. But I, we figured out who it was. Okay, cool. There was a picture of them backstage. But Tino Sabatelli is one of the guys. Good for Tino. I, 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 st- I think there's money in Tino as a heel. I've said that for a while. Uh, but I, this will not be the Tino Sabatelli podcast. Um, I thought they would've been, it would have been an interesting spot to elevate somebody that mm-hmm. was maybe that you think is a mid-card, not top-of-the-card person. They went through the crowd, and we saw Noe Jose, and all of us were like, just pick him. Pick He's Noe a Jose. wrestler. Or, or like – but I, I get the idea of picking the kid. Um, it's a slap in the face to the tag team division. I'm sorry. It just is. You buried the whole tag team division to get Braun the chance, and then on the big stage in a tag match, you you, you embarrass Sheamus and Cesaro. You just do. I'm sorry. Yeah, you it do. did. I, I'm not. Quite... I need the revival to cut a promo tonight where they say that Braun Strowman is ruining tag team wrestling. I, I need that. Promo. I'm upset about it. I'm not as upset as the internet is about it. I just thought it wasn't as entertaining as it could have been. I just think it's, I think it's just, I think it's just bad wrestling because what was is this is John Coates kid going to be on the road with Braun like? Is Braun gonna defend title two on one? Is he gonna find a new partner? Like I, 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 every night, like it's 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 weird to me. I just I just I didn't. I don't think it helped anybody. I don't I, I don't think Braun's a bigger star now than he was walking into the show. No. Which if you didn't even accomplish that, then what are you doing? And then there was the main event. Yes, the the coronation of Roman Reigns. Oh. Did I not did I not write a story last week where I said? That this was not going to be Roman Reigns' coronation that we had already done that. Although we thought it was going to be after he kicked out of the fourth, or the second, third, fourth, and fifth F5. No, no, he didn't kick out of the fifth one because then he got another one. So it was, it was no. the second and fourth he F5. He kicked out of the fifth. Did he kick out of the second, sixth. fourth, and fifth that he kicked out of, and yeah. then the sixth one. I can't remember if he did an F5 and then like Brock still beat him up and then no, another this, F5. It was the sixth one that pinned. I lost count. There were more F5s in Germans, I believe. Uh, we're going to have to go back and check the facts on them. I'm not really sure. So they, did, they put this match on last, yes. which I thought was a bad decision from the get-go. But at as, least the crowd loved it. As, would, as Jamie would say, we were accepting of it. We yeah, were I was at peace with it. I was we at were, peace with it. We were accepting that this was the main event of WrestleMania. I was at peace with Roman Reigns getting his moment. And then the match proceeded to be a dumpster fire. The match Ooh, that's a dumpster fire is, is being nice. That proceeded to be the worst WrestleMania main event of all time. And uh, I don't know, but we have to look at some of the old, old main events. Some of those were really, really bad. As you know, Jamie, I've only been watching wrestling for like 17 days. For 17 days, and a half minutes, so, yeah. Uh, so this is the you worst started watching of, WrestleMania halfway through. Yeah, so this is the worst WrestleMania of all You're time. You're just a Rousey, we Mark. Main event all time, yeah. You turned on when Rousey was on. So, you do the you do the gimmick. Yes. Where you hit Roman with the F5. Yes. Stroman didn't kick out of one F5. Joe, Joe didn't, didn't kick, kick out of one F5. F5. You knew, you, you built the move for a year. Because yeah, you knew Roman was going to kick out. Make Roman look strong. And you know what happened when Roman kicked out? The crowd was paying attention to a beach ball. Yeah, several. Apparently, there were up to four beach balls. The crowd was was not even paying attention. The, to the crowd match. was making a statement, a declarative the, statement to the back that this is you. Fine, you put this on. We are showing you why. We've told you for four years we don't want this. Last night was different than anything else yes. that has happened to Roman Reigns. It was. I'm going to go off for a second. Okay. Last year, after he beat the Undertaker, 
He came out the next night, and the crowd booed him. And what does John Cena always say? As long as you're getting a reaction, you're, you're good, right? That's the, 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 the saying. As long as you're getting a reaction, you're doing your job. He's gotten a reaction one way or the other. He's getting booed or getting cheered wherever yeah. he ends up being. Last night was nothing. It was apathy. It was, Vince, you put this on. We don't want this. Yeah. We don't care. There's apparently sections of people just leaving the show. The, the side of the cam, the opposite side of the yeah. hard cam, half of the crowd was turned the other direction. Yeah. Then they started chanting, this is awful yep. at Brock and Roman. Because Audible. do you want to know what some genius agent and Vince McMahon in the back decided to do? Oh, we're going to gain sympathy for Roman because he's going to kick out of a bunch of F5s. No. And they didn't, they didn't cheer for Roman. They didn't boo. They just didn't care. Yeah. After every single F5, Roman made his comeback. He hit the two spears. Lesnar kicked out. The crowd didn't pop for Lesnar nothing. kicking out. They, did they didn't care. And that's the scary part. They did nothing. Roman Reigns bled profusely on yes. the show. Yes, there's a classic JR bleeding like a stuck pig. And you know what the crowd From did? a hard way elbow to the hairline. You know what the crowd did? Nothing. Nothing. They didn't care. They didn't care. And then Brock. I've never seen, by the way, I've never seen a crowd not care for a, a hard way spot like that ever. I went back. I've never seen somebody not care for that F5 through the table. They didn't care. They it didn't was, care. I've it, never seen a table care. spot like that, that that just drew nothing. I went back and watched the match. They, they didn't care. I mean, I've seen two jobbers put somebody through a table that got more response than that. I, I, I was. That was like, wow. He hit the sixth F5. He pin, Brock Lesnar pins Roman Reigns and wins. Then the place went nuts. Yes. And you know what? Vince McMahon messed up last night. Roman Reigns should have won that match. If you're going to put that on last, and you're going to make it the coronation of Roman Reigns, and basically what you've been doing is the entire Brock Lesnar character has been built up for Roman Reigns to be the one to dethrone. Yes. Brock beat the streak. Brock had the title enter WrestleMania 31. You had you had Roman beat Taker, so now the storyline could be we both beat Taker, yes. but I'm the one guy you haven't conquered yet, Roman. Yes. That was the story. You put the universal title on the guy for this. The last four to five years of your main event scene has been for this. And, and Vince McMahon blinked. Again. He blinked. He caved to the fans. You could again, like you said, we talked about in the pre-show. You could explain away the Seth Rollins cash-in if you wanted to. You can. He, bl he blinked then too, by the way. He did. He panicked and blinked. But he blinked here as well. And I just look. The crowd is now always going to think they can stop Roman. So you yeah, have to do something different have. with Roman. They have to because they've now done it twice. They have to. By the way, you you want that kernel of truth that that makes a real heel excel. You want that kernel of truth where they're actually right about something, but nobody wants to cheer for them. Roman's got you it have now. that moment for Roman now. Look at what I did for you people. I was bleeding. I kicked out of all these F5s and, and you ruined my moment. You ruined my match and then you, you, you boo me walking away as I'm getting carried out of the arena. I don't, you know, F you people. I don't need you anymore. They're not going to do that. But that's I, what they need to do. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> but I don't know how you get... I, I, it's now infinitely harder to get him over as a babyface than it already was. And no, it's, it's impossible. It's already a, a mountainous It's task. impossible. Because here, there's no reason for him to kick out of multiple F5s if he's not going to win the match. Taker didn't kick out of six F5s when the streak ended. You're telling me no. that Roman's now more powerful than Undertaker? And that was when Undertaker was at his peak. The streak yeah. was still intact. He wasn't He wasn't way past his prime Taker. It, he was still superpower. I'm scared of the Undertaker yeah. Taker. You've, I'm sorry, but last night you essentially killed 
babyface Roman Reigns. It's, he was dead already, I, but then it's... That it's, was the nail in the coffin. It's over, Jamie. No, if the plans turn heel tomorrow, fine. No, you know, tonight, what they're, fine. you know what they're going to do? The he's going to go win the belt in the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Because he's going to fight Brock, and Vince is going to get his way because Vince is stubborn, and he thinks he can do he's it. He's going to get booted out of the building. It's, again, this is not helping Roman. I now feel bad for Roman. I feel bad for Joanna Y. I feel bad for the human being, who's, by the way... It's had one of the better years in wrestling in some time. Roman Reigns is a good wrestler. The promos, I get it. They're, they're bad, and they need to be worked on. But he's a good wrestler. He's got a good look. Yeah, he but, does but, everything. But here's the thing. His promos aren't awesome, but they're not as bad as they were. People are being unfair. People are thinking about Roman Reigns' promos as if they were three years ago. His, his promos are okay. They're not good. They're not great. They're not awful either. The build to this was promos. good. There are a lot worse promos in the company. I'm right. sorry. And his, and his part of the build to this was good. He was saying things, and I'm like, yes, Roman, yes. By the way... There's a there's a theory going around that Vince is spiteful and he wants Lesnar to break Punk's reign for the championship and that's why he kept the belt on Lesnar because Lesnar's only got to go about 60 days to match it. Although the lineage doesn't work there because the Universal title is a totally different that's lineage. That's fine. I mean, they can make it up all they want. I still have a hard time <laughs> believing he would screw up his main event of WrestleMania for that. When do you think he made that decision? This week. Really? You think he was a Because I, I, I think it's longer than that. I know. I think it was this week. You think he changed this last minute? Yeah, that's a problem. They've done it before with this match. I know, but that's a problem. Because you can't go back now. You can't now coordinate Roman next year. You can't. No. You, okay. not, not, as, not as baby oh, face. Hold on. Time not out. as baby face. Time out. You, you can try. No, they you, won't, not as baby face. They won't. You're just going to see the same. Not as the same thing. No, 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 no. This was the moment. Lesnar won't be there next year for them to do it. I, 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 I was stunned. I thought it was a poor decision. I, I thought Brock winning is fine, but not that way. I just look. and if Brock's gonna win, don't put that in the main event. Uh, to me, I just, I just don't know where you go now because who's okay? okay. Sorry, the, the, answer, the answer to this question was Braun, but Braun's not going after the Universal Title. Okay, right now. you so you had you had Lesnar go through Joe Strowman. He won the Fatal Four Way. He Lesnar did everything. Yes. He conquered everything because the idea was Roman was going to be the one to take all that yes. heat back, win the match. People were going to love him in their minds, and yeah. then we were going to be able and to move we on. Build, build, build okay, else. so now Lesnar has beaten Joe. He's beaten Strowman. He's beaten Reigns. Who is on the Raw main event scene that is a realistic threat? Because Joe or Strowman can't make a case for a championship match. Neither of them can. No, so who is it? Who's the answer? The answer in the short term is going to we're going to be disappointed. The answer in the long term is Daniel Bryan. You know the answer is going to be for the next couple of months. Who? It's going to be Bobby Lashley. Lashley's going to show up on this show tonight, okay. and, and 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 I'm going to hate it. I don't hate that if the plan is we need to kill two months and then we make it Daniel Bryan because honestly you can at least build a not oh, two MMA guys like now that you've already made the decision. All right, so let's not pretend like you had. Let's pretend like you took over booking today. So you have to live with everything they just did leading up to this point. Mm -hmm. That is not a bad stopgap to get between now and Daniel Bryan. If there's if they're not going to Daniel Bryan, then it's a waste of everybody's time. But that is an okay two month stopgap for Lesnar to beat somebody while we wait for Daniel Bryan. And by the way, Bryan is the only answer. Correct. And you, I do, I do think you tend to think that that played into Vince's decision. I do think it did. I do think. I think and I Daniel tend to think Bryan so as well. Wasn't cleared. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's the 100% the reason. I am saying it's another ch point in the favor of, well, we now have a main event established babyface that we that they thought they didn't have before. Did you hear the Did you hear the crowd when he came out? Did yeah. you hear the crowd? Yeah, he was yes. he was pretty old. Yes. 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 Uh, so look, uh, you, know, we, you and I can argue that there were other people on the roster that could be that, but in their eyes, 
They can't say that Daniel Bryan's not their biggest babyface. No, the they could have told me that Seth isn't, and, and I think they're wrong. They could tell me that. But Daniel Bryan is established. They could tell and me Finn done. isn't, and, and it's sold and it, and it's made them enough money to prove the point. Right, Daniel Bryan, you can't tell me he's not the most over babyface in the company because he is. So I do think that plays into it. I do think they could. They're not going to do it now, and I don't think they're going to do it before Lesnar goes back to UFC. I do think that Shinsuke Nakamura could be a good opponent for Brock Lesnar as well. This is not enough time. I don't. Uh, think. But there's not going to be enough time. But if you do a Bobby Lashley feud for two months, building to Daniel Bryan, uh, I think that would be a good idea. Because then Daniel Bryan can pl- Daniel Bryan can play the role they wanted Roman Reigns to play. The Brock, I fought for three years to get back in this ring, and you can't even be bothered to show up. And people will cheer. And you know why? Because it's because it's actually true. It's now. true. It's it's accurate. If Daniel Bryan says you're Vince's boy, and I'm, and Vince never wanted to give me the time of day, it's true. It's true. That this angle was for Daniel Bryan. Right. So you can go back to this and just tweak it ever so slightly so it doesn't look like you're copying it. And you know what? It will work. Yes, and oh, by will. the way, when Daniel Bryan wins that match, you'll get your moment to end the pay-per-view. Right. Uh, the last half of this show was bad. Disappointing. Just un- unenthused. Yeah, I, I would give – overall, i give the show a B-. minus. Because I think the first wow, half – Wow, you were heavily weighting those first two hours. The first half hours. gets an A+. Plus. The second half gets like a D+. Plus. So then it's got to be at least a C. You can't give it a B. Okay, so it's like 99 and then like 7, 65. It's a C. 65. It's like 70. a 79. Right, so B minus C plus. It's a C. It's like a C for me. I, I, I'm, and you said it best in the pre-show because we, we used a lot of our good material on the pre-show. You can, you can start a pay-per-view bad and end it well. You and, can't, and, and, yeah, you can't, you can't start a pay-per-view forward. good and end it bad. And it doesn't matter what it is. The last half of your pay-per-view, you're telling fans these are the most important matches on the card. Yep. Save the cool down that you throw in the middle there. But you don't need... You don't, no, need, you don't a, need you don't but, need but, a cool but, down on a seven hour show. But then, but the fact that they have it, it doesn't count because yes, they're always going to be the cool that match in a WWE show. It, it, it was bad. Their two championship matches were underwhelming. Sorry, your two main titles were just very underwhelming. All right, let's go to Saturday. Let's go to Saturday. The show, the show of the weekend. We made a mistake. Yeah, we screwed up. Um, and I would like to say that uh, I wish I would have fought harder for this because I tried to. I came in here Friday and I teased the idea of let's start with TakeOver yeah. instead. Yeah, we didn't. And then go to... We started with Supercard of Honor. Supercard of Honor. We did the opposite way. Mistake. Um, that we'll was... We'll never do that again. Okay. So uh, I'm going to pull Cody Kenny aside. So you want to start with uh, Supercard of Honor? Yes. Okay. I'm going to pull Cody Kenny out of here for a second. Um, I have never been more disappointed in a Ring of Honor card. Wow. Um, I it's, it's interesting. Like It wasn't a terrible show. It just wasn't very good. And uh, I was surprised because Ring of Honor cards... Even like their off-brand cards, like their their middle of the middle of the year cards, are usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this was nothing special. I think what maybe three matches on this card, I would give more than a B minus or C plus. Probably. Uh, Chucky T defeated Jonathan Gresham in a singles match. Boring. Punishment Martinez defeated Tomohiro Ishii. By the way, that was probably the third best match of the night. That was that was actually a, no, a semi decent match. Fourth best match. You're, you're burying Kota Ibushi and Hangman Page over here. Oh, oh okay. All right. To be fair, I didn't. All right. To be fair, I still haven't seen the main event yet. So the third best match that I saw. I don't know where the main event. I didn't. Uh, the, the world title. What match. are you talking about? You, Cody Kenny, the ladder match, and Kota Ibushi Hangman Page pushes Ishi Martinez to at least fourth. Oh, that's right. And the main that's event right. would no, push no, him to no, at least no, fifth. No, you're right. You're right. Punishment Martinez defeated Tomi Rishi. Uh Martinez almost just almost killed. They himself. both, yeah. I thought just, he was going to die for, twice in that match. The first three matches, we had spots where the where somebody almost hurt themselves badly. We were three for three to start the show. Uh, Ibushi Hangman Page, very good. Hangman Page hung with pun intended. 
No, but we're there anyway. Hung with Kota Ibushi, and that was a very impressive performance by him. Hangman Page is a rising star. He will be the Ring of Honor World Champion in the next 18 months. Then we did the Women of Honor match for the championship. Let's not talk about this. I, I, and I, Kelly I, Klein should have won, and they didn't let her win. And uh, The botch uh, finish. Uh, oh, God, the worst finish I've ever seen. Uh, There's my, a whole botch mania. My mother marched told me if I don't have anything nice to say, say nothing at all. Okay. Um, I do not. I, I appreciate what Ring of Honor is trying to do, so I don't want to completely bury it. Uh, that was uh, from start to finish to post match, uh, an eyesore and completely. Is it ridiculous. minus five stars? As Brian Alvarez would, he minus five it, stars. It, it was. It, it was, was close. close. Okay. It was close. SoCal uncensored defeated Flip Gordon and the Young Bucks in a ladder match for the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team. This was very good. Of course it was. It was the second best ladder match I, of the I, night, I, but it was good. I don't think those six people, those six human beings, can have a bad could match. have a bad. That's impossible. Even with the the. The awkward and probably unnecessary interference in the middle of the match. I get, you, I, get what you, I, I get what you're doing. You're spitting off another feud. I think that hurt the match a little bit, but it was still excellent. Uh, it was just a spot fest. It was amazing. It was it, it, Flip Gordon falling and hitting the ladder on the way down, which was purposeful, but yes. it just looked so gnarly. It was excellent. They did an awesome job. The Briscoes defeated Jay Lethal and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Tag Team Championships. It's um, all right. They're all right. I've never been a Briscoes fan. You're not, I yeah, I know. Not even, even, even at their peak in Ring of Honor, I, I don't find their style particularly compelling. Silas Young defeated Kenny King for the, in a last-man standing let's match. Let's not talk about this match. A very bad finish. Uh, the I, belt I collector. To, I was happy to see the belt collector. The belt collector, Austin Aries, showed up. Um, and that's about it. Then Cody. I love I, I, I love the, the Austin Aries. Like, I can't go down there to help help him. Like, I'm in a suit. I'm not dressed to compete. And then he goes great. down there in the end to... to yeah, to, it was great, but that match was blah. Cody defeated Kenny Omega. We had uh, Bernard the Business Bear. Yes, Bernard the Business whose Bear. Whose identity was revealed, but we didn't get to see it. Yes. Which is interesting. I long, think that's of note. Long silver hair. I think that's of note. Yes. I don't know who, who could it have been. I don't know. The only person I know that has long silver hair is Kenny Omega. And it couldn't have been him because he was in the match. Unless there are two Kenny Omegas. Oh, Makes you think. man. There's an imposter Kenny Omega. The finish to this match was awesome in a good, in a storyline yes. way. Terrible to watch because I was just, I felt so bad. I just again, I wanted Kenny I, to win I, so I really, bad. I, wa I want to just like collectively chop up the last six months to eight months worth of Young Bucks matches. Or matches they were involved in. And I want to send it to everybody who says they can't tell a story. That these indie guys can't tell a story. Being the Elite's the best storytelling product right uh, now. It's, but it's not just being the Elite. What they're doing on wrestling yes. shows. Like if you want to say, well, they're doing that. Look what they're doing on wrestling shows. Uh, the, the super kick. Yeah, the so the Bucks run kick, down. And they're debating between who to pick. Okay, so there's the, two things. One, there's there's the there's the ref bump earlier oh in the match, which, which is, is the best ref bump great. I've ever seen. And I don't again, care what anybody says. Also, again, very low key thing. To not panic when you get stuck in the corner there with the referee. To not panic when you have to get when you get hit and you can't go down right away. You <laughs> just gotta go slow back and do the Ric Flair bump forward. Again, how many how many referees in that spot panic and like get tangled in the ropes and are flailing? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So he that did. was awesome. He did not panic. And the Kenny Omega. Double super kick cell where he falls over. Uh, I believe it was Nick. It was Jackson. Nick Jackson. It he was. He falls over, and you just watch it like with the camera right there, and like him knocked out, and it's just like the, the like the E two young bucks as he's falling over is just awesome. Yeah. So they come down. They're debating on who to super kick. It was so good. I wasn't even mad that it happened because it was just such. A, I mean, sometimes they're just so good at their job that like right. you don't even care. So they come down. They're doing the thing. They're debating on who to kick, and the crowd kind of tell you know is telling them to kick. Cody, yeah. and they make the decision. To kick Cody. They're going to kick They're Cody. They're clearly going to kick they, Cody. They, they, have, they have changed their mind. Everything that we saw in being the elite, they are going to side with Cody. Kenny. Uh, with, with, Kenny. with Kenny. Cody ducks out of the way. Yes. They super kick Kenny. He does the fall, like Jamie says. Uh, does Cody hit a crossroads? 
Yeah, Cody he picks said, him up. That, that really impactful cross. Uh, nobody, by the way, not, yeah. not, like, it's, this is a cold take. It's yes. not, it's so, it's so Kenny Omega. Nobody takes the crossroads better than Kenny no, Omega. No, he's the best, best at it. Nobody takes it. He, um, but, and it, we didn't even talk about the other spot in the match, where the Brandy Table spot, with Flip oh, comes out. Yeah, I mean, so this, the, this whole match was excellent. It was really good. So, they, so then... Uh, the, the Bucks are in the ring, like mm-hmm. looking, like imploring Kenny to kick out, and Cody gets the victory. And I need the next being the elite episode. But see, I, but that's also good storytelling because they, they didn't break up the fall. No, because if you break up the fall there, you've given up. You've given up the ending. That's the ending. That's it. You've sided with Kenny, and it's over. Right. The fact that you're sitting there like so distraught at what you did that you don't know, and because now it's gonna be Cody's like, yeah, look, the Bucks sided with me. Well, he's going to open up the next show. Guys, Bullet Club's fine. Look, you didn't kick. And they're going to be you dejected. kicked. You kicked yeah. Kenny out of the Bullet Club, and then they're going to be. They're going to be upset. It's going to be great. Yes. Uh, so very good. Uh, by the way, the, uh, Cody lived up to expectations. Yes, Cody Cody was a really match. strong match. Um, uh, <laughs> great bump by Brandy uh, onto oh, yeah. that table. Um, she almost overshot it. Yeah, she almost overshot it, but she, she again, she got that back bump down perfectly. Again, a, that's this whistling, by the way, wrestling nerd thing. took a V-trigger into the table. It was yeah. a gnarly bump. But like wrestling nerd thing, she took that spot. Like where Stephanie, if you remember from WrestleMania last year, she yes. took that spot on the side. Yeah. Brandy's like, no, nope, I'm going to do a straight flat back and just see what happens. Um, and then the flip Gordon carrying her out again, leading to that storyline, the, the flip Cody, we believe is going to be at All In. I think it was, a, by the way, All In, they're going to announce more talent today. Good. They tweeted. Uh, I think it was a mistake to not have this close to show. Yeah, it probably was. That was the match people wanted to see. By the way, we watched Ring of Honor live. Yes. And as everybody knows, TakeOver was going on at the same time. Yeah, TakeOver started a half hour sooner and ended right before, actually right during the Bully Ray spot. Which, by oh, the way, we should talk about in a second. That, you read my mind. That's exactly where I'm going. So we we have Ring of Honor up on the team. By the way, the service, I know there's a lot of people, but it was, uh, it was it messed up during the most important match on the show because I think a, a lot, lot of people yeah, a lot of people got on. So what I, so... What was I saying? Oh, so takeover was going on at the same time. All of us were on a social media blackout. We had all of our phones in a yes. bucket. We weren't we weren't looking at our phones. No, we couldn't. So we didn't know what was happening at takeover. Now that I then I went back and watched takeover and then w- read through my Twitter feed, I think that bully Ray segment was them killing time until takeover was over. They wanted everybody to switch over. And if it was, by the way, that's brilliant. I think that's what it was because re- while we were watching it live, we were like, "Man, this is weird." Like, get we it went want- on really long. It went on really long, and it was weird. It was a weird spot in the show because you and I both said that's a great segment, but it should have been two hours yeah. earlier. And then I got myself thinking, "Oh, the timing," because we didn't see it live. We yeah. didn't know what they were doing. I think they were trying to buy time for the end until of- the end of Takeover, Ch- 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 Gargano, so yeah. that they could get everybody to switch back over for Cody versus. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Then they do the main event. Which I thought. By the way, the bully race segment backwards. was excellent. By the way, yes, it was. It was excellent. Exactly what I needed. Again, I, I think the one roll my eyes like, yes, we need another wrestling authority figure on a show, but the the, the promo was excellent. Uh, using cheeseburger as a hostage to threaten to pile drive him to that stop the whole so show good. was so comedic. That heel. was, it was so amazing. good. Uh, Don Castle, Marty Scroll in the main event. I thought this should have been the co-main. I thought that they yes. should have put ended with Cody Kenny. A great match. You have not seen I it. I will. Seen it yet. I you can't should watch it. On it. I will. Uh, there's a great spot with the with uh, the Marty Powder, which by the way. I heard it took a long time to get to the powder. Somebody must have moved it on him during the, the, the latter match. Uh, I mean, Kenny Omega talked Talk about it with the Chris Jericho, Jericho match, right? right. Uh, somebody must have moved it on him because he just couldn't find it. Uh, that's really good. The match was 31 minutes. It was a thirty. It was almost a 32-minute okay. match. It's good. It's not great. Uh, Castle picks up the win. He's still the champ. Yeah. Um, and that's how the show ends. Yeah. Now, well, Marty will get his moment soon. Let's talk about the show of the weekend. Yes. Uh, which, by the way, through the first two hours of WrestleMania, I thought the streak was going to end. Yeah. And, and then, then it didn't end. Then what happened? NXT TakeOver New Orleans. 
the opening match, so good. ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. And when they when they started with that match, I was like, okay, I don't like this decision. I was very clear on this podcast on on Thursday where I said they should flip it. They should have the tag match open up. Yeah. I said if you are gonna open with this match, Adam Cole has to win it. He did. And he did. By the way, Ricochet, Ricochet's a little bit over, huh? I'm going to do something that you never thought you'd expect me to do on this podcast. Apologize? The MVP of NXT TakeOver New Orleans, EC3. I'm so glad to This guy I'm so glad killed hear. himself. Oh, those spots he took. He took a concussion on the Vader bomb. Yep. He took the 450 onto the ladder, and then he got thrown by Lars Sullivan through the Velveteen Dream through a ladder. Yes. It, what a way to make a debut in the company, man. You know I'm an Are EC3, you kidding me? You know I'm an EC3 what? fan. He took a lot of punishment that match. Oh, my gosh. I, that was one of those ones where I felt like he looked around and went, I have to kind of prove something. Yes, he did. Like, I have and to kind of – and I can't prove it by doing the, the acrobat. I can't compete with Ricochet with the athletic moves. No, so I'm not as over as Adam Cole. Uh, I can't do the big man thing because I'm in the ring with Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan. So I'm going to be the guy so that I'm dies. So I'm going to take – all of the punishment. And uh, he did. <laughs> Velveteen Dream hits a massive elbow. That elbow off the top. By the way, Put for the people that don't, the, the ability for him to all, like, whenever you're standing at the top of that high of a ladder, that thing is bound to tip over. Refs were holding it. You didn't see it in the camera I know, shot? I see it, well, no, because I, I know they're holding it at the bottom, but even still, there's, right. there's the margin for error. And then to not overshoot it, because there were a lot of ladders in the ring for a lot of these spots. Yeah, the NXT crowd likes this Ricochet guy. He was bouncing. Ricochet was excellent. Bumping all over the place, doing everything. He looked great. By the way, he looked like the actual Ricochet, which was good. Yes, they're not. So I was, I was, I'm, they're letting him do everything. Well, well, again, main roster will be another story, yes. but at least in NXT, I'm they're confident gonna, that Triple H and Co. are he did, letting him. He did a shooting star press. He did the, the tope over the top yeah. roll. He did everything. He did everything. The the dueling Lars Sullivan, Achillean Dane spots through the ladder. Them throwing great. Ricochet back at each other was great. Yeah. I, everything about this match was amazing. Uh, Adam Cole getting the victory. By yeah. the way, I don't know what the finish was supposed to be with Ricochet jumping onto Lars Sullivan. They botched that a little bit because yes. they fell into the ladders. Uh, and, but then Adam Cole runs up and he wins the belt. Uh, belt looks great, by the way. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the, great opener. Got the crowd excellent. hot. Excellent. Adam Cole 31 so minutes. Yeah. We were... <laughs> So after Supercard Vani, you ditched us. Yes. You had, whatever, friends or whatever. I don't know. Something. Yeah, yeah. So you watched TakeOver. You might later. know what those are one day. We went and got Sonic. Not a sponsor. Can be if they want to be. Yeah. I like we, Sonic. We got I'll, Sonic. I'll take free stuff. We got Sonic and came back. Yeah. So we started this show, and we're watching the match. Then the next day, Jesse Bork, who I was watching the show with, goes, did you know that the ladder match was 31 minutes last night? I went, there's no way. No. Because I'll tell you my story, because I, I had to watch NXT in parts. So I got back to my house at about 1 a.m. That's when we started the main event. <laughs> and I was – so I turned on the watch the, to watch the North American title match. I didn't know that was first until I turned on the show, but I watched that match. And that – again, I'm tired. It's like I have to be up early in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And I watched that whole match, and I went, that felt like a breeze. Yeah, 31 minutes you know, of I, gun you 31 minutes, I was like, oh. I mean, that, that match felt like a 10-minute match where everybody got their stuff in. Yeah, it was very good. It was great. And, and the best part about it is watching it live to us, quote-unquote. Yes. When they were showing the replays, it was, oh, I forgot about that spot. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. Like, yeah. there was so much to do. And by the way, we, uh, we've we learned now, the two people that had a hand in uh, in producing this match. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels, he knows a thing or two about ladder matches. Mm -hmm. And Michael Hayes were the two yeah, producers for that match. 
So there oh, you by go. By the way, Michael Hayes had a lot to do with the TLC matches that Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, and the Hardys were in. So I know sometimes we make fun of Michael Hayes for having these weird, outlandish, old school ideas. He helped produce some of the biggest, most memorable tag team spot matches of all time. Let's not forget that. Shayna Baszler defeated Ember Moon by technical submission, referee, referee stoppage, yes, to win the women's championship with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey cheering on the heel in the match. Yes, Are you kidding me? Which, by the way, some okay. heel. It's okay, it's NXT. I'm fine it's with it, uh, it's, it's good. Uh, Shayna deserved to win. Shayna looked good. good in this match. Looked great. Ember sold for her. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Ember Moon one of these next two nights. Yeah, Ember Moon's ready for the main roster. I don't know what show. By the way, I look at Ember Moon, superstar. She just screams it to me. And I've said this on the she podcast before, star. screams it to I lo- me. I love Ember That Moon. look she can get in her eye that not a lot of people can do when she can bring the intensity level up a little bit. Yes. Oh, by the way, we totally buried the lead. Seth Rollins with the eyes, I just realized. Seth yeah, Rollins with the eye, that was good too. But, but like uh, with Ember Moon too, <laughs> uh, she has the ability to be an intense baby face. There's a fine line there because a lot of baby faces, when they try to get intense, they turn into heels. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought the, in the vignette package that she was in it was really good to display her ability to be an intense heel. Or excuse me, intense baby face while not turning heel. Yes. Uh, Undisputed Era defeated the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne in a triple threat tag match for the NXT Championship and Dusty Rhodes Stadium Classic. I was very interested to see what they were going to do with... A turn, eh? I I was very interested to see what they were going to do with Cole in this match. Yes. So the the answer was, you're going to... Two seconds into the match, you're going to get put through the announce table, and then you're not going to do anything the rest of the match. Yes. That was the plan. And then ultimately the finish being Roderick Strong turning on Pete Dunne um, helping Kyle O'Reilly keep the belts, joining Undisputed Era. And I have a hot take. Okay. Because, as you know, this match was kind of thrown together in the sense of that they didn't yes. have Bobby Fish. Yes. I think they planned to do the Roderick thing the whole time. I do, too. I think this was from the, the second Roderick started that, that initial tease. What was that, four months ago now? I think the idea being that once they put Strong and Dunn together, yeah. they planned on them winning this whole thing. And then, because what would it... So here, the only difference was, this was supposed to be on this show, the winners of the Classic versus yeah. the Tag Champs. But then they ran that gimmick yeah. where they interfered to... to they just, they just had threat. to add bodies to the match. They, they still got for, to the end where they wanted they to, had to to. They had to add bodies to the match for Kyle O'Reilly because yes. they didn't have anybody. But the idea was going to be... The same thing. Roddy was going to turn, yeah. and that's that is masterful, masterful booking. Yes, it's masterful, and it makes sense, and it works. Roddy's and better as work. a heel. Just go look at some of his PWG work. Yes. PWG Roddy's better. And put him with the guys that again, those guys are stars. And they Sorry. they all know each other. They know how to make it work. Yes, it's going to be great. It gives Fish all the time in the world to recover. It's gr- it's a great decision. Yes, it's a great decision. I loved it. And, again, and I didn't even think of it. And again, it allows you to do the rare thing where Cole at some point is going to be way more singles than anything, mm-hmm. and it gives you the ability to still run a. Tr- trio out there. And I didn't even think about Strawn doing that. Yeah. Did you see what Pete Dunn tweeted the next day? No. He tweeted a picture of himself, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. British Strong style versus oh, the oh, undisputed era. Oh my gosh. I'm here for that. Need I'm that. here for that. Alistair Black defeated Andrade Cien Almas for the NXT Championship. The Selena Vega Interference Fest finally came back to bite her. Love that story. This match was great. Yes, it was. Uh, I thought Alistair Black did a great job. Uh, uh, Andrade Cien Almas can't have a bad match. I'm just going to go on record. Okay. Starting 15 (coughs) months ago. Yeah. He can't have a bad match. The early NXT stuff was, I was worried about it. It was rough. He can't have a bad match. He's Everything's so a classic. By the way, he's so good. Zelina Vega is so good. Get him on the main uh, roster. Both of them. They need to be on the main roster tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight. Nah, I think they're SmackDown. I, I think, think so SmackDown too, but 
Um, but no, they're really good. Alistair Black finally gets the belt that he's looking Broke for. Broke character a little bit with the smiling, which he is weird. By the way, he looks weird he's when strange, he smiles. Right? It, was it looks weird. weird. Uh, but it's fine. It's good to let the fans in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let, let the fans in a little bit on that, especially the NXT fans. And it was good. I thought the decision to let Ciampa Gargano close was the right one. It was. And then let's get into it. Johnny Gargano defeats Tommaso Ciampa by submission in an unsanctioned match. Uh, uh, here's what I'll say. I have a couple of thoughts about the pre-match. Okay. You know that Triple H, the entire production team, the entire writing team for NXT sat in a room when they were planning TakeOver. And they went, what's Ciampa's entrance going to be? And somebody said, he's not going to have any music. The crowd is going to boo him all the way to the ring. And they probably debated it and they probably talked about it and they ultimately decided, you know what, it's a good idea. Do you know how risky that is? Oh, it's Multiple hours into the show to do something like that. And you know what? Despite the fact that the, you know, the crowd hated Tommaso Ciampa, they could have very easily not done anything. They knew what their role was supposed to be. They chanted expletives at Tommaso Ciampa. They booed Tommaso Ciampa. They played their role perfectly. I thought it was a risky call, but I thought it was the right call, and the crowd you know, did their part to make all of that look good. I'm surprised, Jamie, that there was so much, there was so much standing off between the two at the beginning, right? They just, they didn't get into it right away and get physical. That was weird to me. I thought once the bell rang that Gargano was going to go right after him, it was going to be a slugfest. Another thing I really liked, the referee wearing a different shirt. I know yes. it's subtle. I know it's not something that's important, no, but it's it, an no, but unsanctioned it match. It is. It is something, again, those little visual cues that even if it's there just to not take you out of the moment is, are important. The little things matter. And then they proceed to put on a 37-minute classic that started off slow, and the only weapons that were used in the match were weapons that were a part of their story. The announcer table, the crutch, the knee brace. Those were the weapons. That was what told the story. I fell for it at the end. I thought Gargano was giving in to Ciampa and that they were going to recreate the Cruiserweight Classic thing and and he was going to get suckered in and lose. But ultimately, he suckers... Chomp in and gets him to tap out, and he's reinstated, and he and he gets sent off with the good moment. I tend to think that that's it for him in NXT. I think he's coming up to the main roster. Yeah. I don't know if it's Two Five Live or if it's Raw or SmackDown, but I think he's coming to the main roster. I the perfect Jamie. We don't get a lot of long term feuds that are booked well in, in the WWE umbrella anymore. This may be one of the best. Yes. No, this it was. was it was. Uh, this was everything it needed to be. Both guys, kudos to both guys. Ciampa played the knee up really well. Uh, it, was just, it was just perfect. It was just perfect. Um, and I will go as far to say that's the best takeover of all time. It's in the conversation. You would like to say War Games, I know. War Games, I think because War Games had two matches that were just match of the year candidates. And two matches I think were better than any of the five matches on the card here. And all five of these matches were excellent. Um, but boy, it, it is there. I, it's funny when I'm looking back to the like the Balor, Nakamura, Joe, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, days of NXT, and I remember when everybody got called up. I'm like, well, NXT is still going to be good, but there's no way they're going to they, they there's no way they're going to top this era of NXT and NXT takeovers. And then they did, and it's it's quite remarkable because at at some point I was like, they're just gonna they had the benefit of bringing in all of this. Indie talent that people have been clamoring for them to bring in for five to seven years that they can bring in like a whole like a whole like a fishing net worth of talent. And I thought, well, they're never gonna be able to replicate that when they move all these people up. And they have. I got a couple of things here for you. 
because now we're going to transition into tonight. WWE had an investor's call today. By the way, the Peyton Royce just tweeted uh, uh, goodbye to New Orleans, so maybe your dreams are going to be crushed. I'm sorry. But, uh, WWE had their investor call today. They announced that they are 2.12 million total subscribers. Of course, they're going to. 1.8 million paid, nine percent up from last year's WrestleMania. Okay. They also that makes sense. I'm going to read you a quote. Let me find it here again. I'm going to read you a quote from the investors meeting today. Quote, we think there's an opportunity to tier the product. Of course there is. Meaning the network. Of course there so is. So that's coming. Good. We don't have a launch date yet. Stay tuned. It's coming sooner Good. rather than later. Don't don't rush it. Come no. up with it. Come Just up do with it. Right. Do every, every bit of market research you can and decide, okay, where can we? And again, if they're smart, it's you, you are adding certain things for people to move up a tier. So you don't lose people that are currently in your 999 tier. Uh, there was there's a report out there. It was an altercation between Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon in Gorilla following the match last night. Yeah, uh, that ended with the Universal Title being thrown, thrown in somewhere. the direction of Vince McMahon or at a wall. At a wall, or... it was thrown in the direction of him, uh, and he was apparently not happy. And there are reports of Brock going off script at the end, but those cannot be confirmed by a. Bunch we'll of we'll see. I I don't know what what again. I don't know what's a work and what's not. Especially this case. time of year. Um, especially, yeah, there are so many wrestling journalists that are there that are just, I don't know, I'll wait and see on that one. Um, the reality is it doesn't, if, if they're mad about the way the crowd reacted, I, I, well, I can't blame the competitors for being upset. No. And honestly, it's really not anything they did. No, it was the, whoever it's, made it's, the decision the to, do that, to do that yes. story of 6F5s and all that stuff. Tonight. Yes. You excited? Always excited for after WrestleMania. I wasn't excited driving home last night. I was no, like, I, well, you're after that wrestling weekend. You're always drained. I'm always excited for After Mania. The energy of the crowd is just—it's not—it's not something that can be replicated. Nope, it's not. It's not the same because even even as crazy as the crowd is at WrestleMania, the way these giant stadiums are, the noise goes up. You're further away from the ring. It's different. You just don't hear it at Raw. It's a regular arena, mm-hmm. and, and it's the, and it's built to bring the crowd information, the crowd noise in. And it's, it's going to be crazy. There will be beach balls. There will be chants. It'll be bizarro land, as they'll, will be said at least they'll twice. They'll cheer the guys they normally boo, and they'll boo the guys they normally cheer. Uh, I'm incredibly fascinated by Roman Reigns' reaction tonight. Both his reaction and the crowd's reaction to him. I'm yes. fascinated by it. Uh, they're going to boo him. Uh, yes, but I'm fascinated at how they boo him. I know it sounds weird. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm fascinated if they give him the full boo or if there's more apathy in the audience. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by potential call-ups. I always am. I think this is the time of year to do it. There's always surprises, returns, debuts. There's always surprises. I, I think there's, they're going to announce Superstar Shakeup tonight. Not that they're, not that's gonna, not that that's gonna happen tonight. They're going to announce that it will be happening. Uh, I think somewhere in the next two Raws. You don't want to again. Raw after Mania is already huge <coughs> enough. You don't need to. I don't think you put the superstar shakeup on a Raw that you don't need to sell. People know are going to watch that already. You put it on a Raw a couple weeks down the road where you you want to spike a rating. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. Um, I I wonder, I wonder who's going to be there. I wonder if John Cena is going to is going to cut a promo on something. I, I, again, I there was, there was not a lot of finality at this WrestleMania for the first time in a while. Yeah, there was a lot of, oh, where do we go from here? And by the way, I like that. It's a good change of pace. And with the Greatest Royal Rumble coming up, I want to see, do they start build? Is yeah. that something that gets built on TV? Yes. That's a, yeah, because that, that's a fascinating little tidbit as well. Cena's fighting title, Triple H at that show. And then every title's being defended. Like there's, there's Brock's that's a, going to Saudi Arabia. That, there, there's a lot happening. There. You know there's a theory going around that Brock's going to drop the belt tonight to Roman? Oh, God, what a there mistake is a, that would be. There is a theory be. about that. And by the way, that'd be, that's not going to do anybody any favors either. 
No, he's going to get booed. Also, what, what grounds does Roman Reigns have for a rematch? Oh, he fought hard. He's, it was, it was, I mean, it's it the, the, the they best make effort that they, anyone's... They make it up as they go. They do whatever they want. But what grounds does he have for a rematch? After every pay-per-view, we get a rematch that we don't... Yeah, but I understand if Brock lost and then cashed in his rematch clause. It's stupid to do it the next night, but, like, I can understand it, at least in their land. I don't understand how you would twist yourself into this one. I'm excited to see what Rana's going to do next. Yes. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Asuka. Uh, I, I think we're going to have multiple call-ups tonight. Are you afraid they're going to go to... Are you afraid they're going to run to Asuka Rousey too soon? Yes. Because I could see Asuka attacking Rousey tonight. Oh, no. I don't Rousey think Rousey has to win. No, no, I know. She does. And I don't want Asuka to lose two feet. But, but in I a think, role. like, if they're. But I, I don't know. I don't know. You kind of have to move Asuka to the other show. Go to SmackDown. Yeah, they, they need to, to be apart for a while. Go to they need to be apart for a while. Uh, so that's, that's that. That's a whole weekend. Yes. Uh, NXT TakeOver wins the weekend once again. Uh, the best match of the weekend is Gargano Ciampa. That's the second best match of the weekend. What's the best match of the weekend? The ladder match, the North American title match. You love that match. I love that You're match. You're a big so fan of that match. I, I, wow. I, thought everybody, I, I thought that they play, everybody played their role so well. Yes, they did. Um, again, very close. I'm going to give the ladder match for the North American title. Uh, the slight edge over uh, Ciampa Gargano. Um, and then after that, I will put the Cody Kenny match. So, so those are my top three. As we've had on the show before, Alex Molikov, who's been on here, uh, just, just tweeted, just, just sent us a tweet. From the WWE's official Twitter account, two minutes ago, breaking. Oh, God. Universal champion Brock Lesnar re-signs with the WWE and will defend his championship against Roman Reigns in a steel cage match at WWE's Greatest Royal Rumble. They're doing it, Jamie. They're going to do it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. They get what they deserve. Yes, yes, they do. Poor Roman. I'm legitimately, like... If, the, if their plan was to get me personally to feel bad for Roman Reigns, they're doing a good job. Well, because here's the... Pr- he's very good. He's going to get cheered there, but then he's going to come back with the belt and get booed. Oh, man. They just can't help themselves. They cannot help themselves. They could get him there. They could. They can get him there, but just not the way they're doing it. All right. Well, there it is. All right, guys. Enjoy. This won't be tonight. Enjoy, Raw. Enjoy. Enjoy the Raw after WrestleMania tonight. We'll be back tomorrow to break all the craziness down and get you ready for the SmackDown after WrestleMania. We will talk to you then, guys.